Hello, welcome to another episode of Diaries of a Daddy Dom. As always, I'm your gracious host, Kegosi Akachi. You can follow me on Instagram at K-G-O-S-I underscore A-K-A-C-H-I. That's Kegosi Akachi on Instagram. I'm going to go back and recap just a bit for those who was so ridiculous and then listen to the first episode. So just to recap a little bit, I was coming off of a seven-year relationship, went out to a club, met a beautiful young lady, we hung out, we played, and she basically introduced me to BDSM. And even though me and her relationship didn't last very long, she was very important in my growth as a dom. Before her, I didn't even know I was a dom or had the capabilities or the abilities to be a dom. But when we broke up, she also gave me a lot of good resources, some great websites to join, to find like-minded people and to learn more about the lifestyle. So as I stated before in the previous episode, upon meeting her, I'm just all into the lifestyle. All I can think about is domination. All I can think about is learning more and more and more BDSM related things. So with that being said, I was a serial dater at the time. So I'm dating, I'm on like every website, uh, online dating. But after I find the lifestyle and this BDSM, it just causes me to change everything about myself, especially my dating profiles online. So I go to my online profile and I basically just kind of lay it out. I changed my name to like, I think it was like, dominant one for you or something like crazy dominant I changed my about me section I basically put it out there that I'm a dom and I'm pretty much only looking for sub type of deal like I just I'm all I'm all in on this BDSM thing like you can't tell me any different this is what I am this is what I do it's like totally consuming my life I'm reading and like I can't even focus on regular sex or anything. All I can think about is domination. Like it's controlling my mind. It's just it's everything. Once I found it, it was just the thing I knew I wanted to be. Now I would get you know messages on these websites all the time, and it's always you know a female looking for a husband, looking for a boyfriend, want to date. I'm trying to get married, whatever the case is. And, you know, I would, you know, entertain that. But I was always really real coming out of my divorce because I was coming out of divorce and I was pretty much putting it out there. I wasn't really rushing to get back into another relationship, looking to be married or looking for anything. I just wanted to get out there, have some fun, meet some people and just uh, reacclimate myself to the dating life. So. I always carry myself accordingly. I would never really lead anyone on or act like I'm going to be your boyfriend or any of that. So when I found BDSM, it just literally changed everything. I'm like, this is what I am and this is what I'm about. Now, coming into the BDSM, like I say, I'm at work. I'm hanging with some of my friends. They're watching this whole situation go down. They're watching me 
kind of progress into this uh, dominant and I'm researching and I'm all about BDSM and they're basically looking at me like you are fucking crazy this is like some white folk shit and I'm like really and even though you know my initial introductions with was to a, a white female once she gave me the resources and I got on the internet I started researching because at first they had me believing like this must be some white folks shit like black people ain't even into this but once I get online I get into my resources I start doing my research I find out it's a whole community of black people uh in the BDSM it's black people it's white people it's all races it just it let me know real early it was not a color associated with BDSM it was about the mentality it was about the mind and no matter what people think about skin color and race our minds are very similar we're going to think the same way certain other people think some people you're going to think completely different but over the course of you know humanity we have very similar thought processes so i was grateful to get these resources and see okay i'm not crazy I'm not a freak. I'm I'm not losing my damn mind. This is something other people were into. I was doing a lot of research in, you know, people wanted to be spanked, dominated, humiliated, humiliated. Everything under the sun, you know, if you follow BDSM, you know it's a lot of factors. It's a lot of different uh forms of BDSM. It's a lot of different kinks. It's a lot of different things that people are into, and you're going to learn in the lifestyle that things may not be your kink or may not be something that you're into, but you just respect other people's beliefs and you move forward. But let me digress. So I'm online. I would say I'm on like plenty of fish or some one of those type of websites. And now that I've changed my whole profile. Now before when I would have my regular profile up, I was in the music business for years so I had a lot of professional pictures and things like that and I, I really learned a lot of the ins and out of you know dating online so I would get pretty you know pretty active with the emails I would get you know females trying to contact me you know let's talk let's chat let's text let's go on dates blah 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 so I changed my profile and within probably the second day after changing my profile, I started noticing my messages would be different. Like I would get messages from a female and be like, oh, you're a dom? You're a dominant? Uh, oh, no, that ain't for me. And I would always just laugh. I'd be like, if it ain't for you, why the fuck you even taking the time to send me a message? When I go through somebody's profile and I do read profiles, if you're an online dater, if you ever doing any dating online, it's imperative to read profiles so you don't waste your time or the other person's time so i would just be laughing like why the hell you take the time out your day to tell me you're not in to my dominance and i would get in you know curious emails you know females like what does that mean like are you gonna like spank me are you gonna make me crawl are you gonna make me wear a collar are you gonna chain me to the bed like it would just be all this craziness and i'm so new into bdsm at that time that i can't even say these emails are crazy because these are some of the random thoughts that friends of mine and other people would think when they think bdsm they think all the scream that's the thing about 
life. When people think about a situation, they're going to think about the scream version of it. They're thinking about, you know, people getting pissed on and scat play and all of these other things, which once again, if that's somebody's um, kink, I'm all for it. So you learn it's so many different avenues, but people will always just think about the worst, the worst, the worst case scenario. So I'm getting emails and I can honestly tell like, okay, it's some females really interested in this. You know, I could tell by the reactions. I'm just getting kind of a different vibe, but I'm just all in. And I'm like, I'm not wasting my time anymore. I'm not going to even act like I'm not trying to spank you or be on some real BDSM situation. So one morning, uh, wakes up, doing my usual routine. So I end up going to check messages on online on one of the dating apps. And I have a message from, uh, I'm talking about beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, Latino, Mexican uh, girl, female, woman. And she's just like, you know, just a regular conversation, though. She don't even address the BDSM. She didn't even address that I had I'm a dime on my profile. She didn't really address any of that. We just, you know, get into a normal conversation, talking, you know, life, you know, what you do for work, how many kids you got, blah, 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 all, all the usuals, nothing suspicious, nothing crazy. So exchange a few messages normal message not even nothing we not talking about sex not talking about fucking we not talking about nothing just real normal messages now when i look at her pictures very beautiful but she is like tatted damn near head to toe and it wasn't just that she was tatted it was the way her tats look like i've been you know in and out the world in the streets i've, I've been around so i'm very observant about things and i pay a lot of attention when I talk to people on the internet and like, you have to be observative. Now her tats looked at like prison tattoos. So it throws me for a super loop. Cause I'm like, she's real pretty, but you could, she had like that. I don't know, like that cholo girl look like, she looked like she'd been hanging around with nothing but like killers, like straight killers. Like that's like, she was beautiful and everything, but these tats was like, hey, this chick is like in some type of Mexican mafia, some type of gang. Like it had almost that type of look to it. So, but she was real nice. Conversation was real smooth. So, you know, so I think nothing of it. But through the course of, you know, a couple of messages, I kind of hit her up, you know, asked her about, you know, some of the tattoos. And she tell me she did some time in prison. And I'm like, uh, th thank you, Captain Obvious. Like, it was pretty obvious for me being observative. But, okay. So she told me she did some time in prison, ran through a little story, you know, did a couple years. So I could tell um, from the um, Texas, I'm like, okay, this this girl has been through some shit. Like, she, she rough, she tough, she hang around some real gangsters. Like, so I'm more thinking, like, okay, this might be just a quick hangout maybe a one-nighter or something like that like but i'm not even thinking of no dominance level because i'm like obviously this chick is real gangster gangster 
but she was real beautiful real pretty real sweet we had a great conversation over the text we end up talking on the phone conversation over the phone awesome now this is all one day this started early in the morning with the texas by 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 the uh, evening 12 one o'clock we on the phone with each other light little conversation everything everything good so she she sends me a text message i don't know probably about 3 30 4 o'clock that day she's like what are you doing tonight and i'm like mm, i don't know and once again i'm coming off of the voice mode like i'm filling my time up with nothing but bars I, w- I won't say club because I really never was a club person, but I'm definitely in bars. I'm definitely in lounges. I'm definitely everywhere where I can hang out and get next to some pretty females. Like, this is my mission. So she's like, what are you doing tonight? Since the mission is always to get with a pretty female, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying. I'm doing what you're doing. I'm trying to do you or some slick shit I said. And she's like, you want to meet up for a drink? And I'm like, sure, like, let's meet up for a drink. We know we discuss it. We realize we live, I don't know, a good maybe 20 minutes apart or something like that. So we decide we're going to meet at a mutual spot in between the mall. We actually going to meet up at uh, BJ's. I don't know if you have a BJ's in your area, but it's like a local brewery and they sell pizza and they make their own beer. It's nice little spot they got them in many different locations i've been to bj's in california i've been to bj's in alabama different places so you're probably familiar with it so she said let's meet up at bj's so i'm like perfect that's cool we gonna meet up at bj's seven o'clock boom okay so i go on about my day doing what i do not thinking much of it because i'm like okay it's a quick day and i'm actually like lining up dates and lining up things to do after our date because I'm like, this is just a quick little date. I'm gonna go hang out with her, meet her, see if she really look how good she look in the pictures, get a vibe, and we'll move on from there. So I already got the rest of my day like laid out. I'm like, okay, after this date, I'm gonna go hook up and I'm gonna go to a bar and I'm gonna go do this and hopefully it'll be a late night rendezvous and all this other shit I got going on. Cause I'm not even thinking anything beyond a quick little meet and greet this actually was a meet and greet that's my thing like i don't want to get too deep and personal all the times on dates so i do a little quick quick meet and greet meet me at starbucks for a coffee or meet me at somewhere let's have a drink you know no problem so you know seven o'clock rolls around six thirty seven i you know get dressed get fresh thrown you know nice little outfit spray on some uh nice colognes you know what I mean? Get just get ready, you know what I mean? Haircut. I'm fresh to death, you know. I'm coming to look like that guy. So hop in the whip, roll over, you know, take the quick little ten minutes, some drive. I always like to get to places early and like wait and see, you know. I always like to so- scope out the scenery. That's just me. I'm like I'm always gonna get places early just to see what's going on because I just don't trust nobody, especially the way I was moving at that time. When you look at my pictures online, they were so professional. People would just look at me and assume I got money or assume I'm some. And I'm, I'm just not the one for the foolishness. So I'm always ready. So I prepare like that. So hop in the whip, head over to the location. I park. I'm sitting there uh, waiting. And I always like to let people like show up. 
So I'm sitting in my car, and then she texts me. She's running a little late. You know, I'm no problem. So I'm posted. So car pulls up. I'm looking. I see her get out. She can't see me, but I can see her. She gets out looking way better than the pictures. I'm talking about pictures ain't doing this situation no justice. That I'm just looking from my car like, damn, she's not only pretty, she is fine as fuck. I'm like, oh, okay. She's a bad one. She's a bad one. So we go. She walks into BJ's. I meet her. Actually, I meet her at the front. We go in, and I'm like, you know, you hungry? You want to get something to eat? She's like, no, I just, you know, I just, I ate already. I just rather have a drink. So I'm like, fine, we'll just sit here and have a drink. So we sitting at one of the tables at BJ's, waiting on um, the waiter. So we start, you know, light conversation, and you know, she's like, oh my god, you like, it's really you. And I'm like, the fuck you mean it's really me? She's like. I wasn't sure, like, the pictures looked it so good. I thought maybe you was, like, stealing the pictures or using somebody else's pictures. And I'm like, no, it's really me. And I'm like, damn, you look much better. The pictures don't do you no damn justice. Like, you look much better in real life. So she's like, thank you. We're like, thank you, this and that. And she's like, chill, though. The vibe is good. So, the waiter comes over, and he's like, can I get you guys started? You want some appetizers, You this and that? You want something to drink? So, I look at her. I'm like, you want a drink? She's like, yeah. I think she ordered a Long Island iced tea or some shit like that. And then I order, like, a Heffenweizen, you know, a beer, like a light beer type of deal, deal. So, the waiter takes our order, walks away from the table, then she looks at me. I'm talking about literally, this is just like the craziest shit highs unfolds. The waiter maybe takes two, three fucking steps away from the table. She looks at me. I'm looking at her. I got my elbows like rested on the table. She reaches over with her hand and grabs my wrist and pulls it towards her throat. Like literally put my hand on her throat. Now we're sitting in fucking BJ's. Now she put her hand on, her, on, on, put my hand on her throat, and for a quick second, I'm like in my mind, like, what the fuck is this? But once again, the dom is all up in me at this moment. Like, I'll, I'll, I just take advantage of whatever the situation. So she put my hand on her throat, and I just began to choke in her ass right there at the table. Like I just squeeze her neck hard as fuck, like right there on the spot. Soon as I squeeze her neck, her eyes just light up like a fucking Christmas tree. She's just looking at me with this look in her eyes like, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So she, so I'm squeezing her neck. I can feel the pulse of her, you know. I can feel a pulse in my hand like I'm, I'm like choking her ass like right there at the table. And we're like in the middle of the fucking bar. Like we ain't at a side table. We ain't at the bar. We're like at one of the tables in the middle. So I start choking her. Her eyes light up. She um, she looks at me and says, let's go. I'm like, let's go. She like, fuck these drinks. I want to go. I want to go with you right now. And I'm like, 
fam, but we already ordered these drinks. Like, we going to have to pay for them. She's like, fuck them drinks. I'll pay for that drinks. Like, let's go. But I'm like, damn, I want to at least hit my half and wise. So she's like, okay. So I take a couple sips of the half. And we let we literally bail out of this bitch. Like we bail out of BJ. She looking at me. She's like, uh, "Can we go to your spot?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, we can go to my spot." Like I'm already prepped and ready. Like before I left my house, I had the room all nice and clean and ready. Like I'm always ready for the get down. Room ready, car clean. I'm clean. Condoms on deck. I got everything on deck ready. For the, for the shit So I hop in my car She hop in her car I tell her to follow me to my spot It's about A little 10 minute ride to my place Nothing crazy So she, She's in her car She's following me Back to my place So we head to my house And on the ride there I'm just thinking like This domination shit Is awesome Like this that shit Like This is That's all I can think I'm like this is about to go down, like, not now, but right now. So, we get back, we get to my crib, I park, hop out, find her a parking spot outside my complex, because my shit is gated. When you live the way I was living at that time, you damn sure need to be living in some gated shit, because you don't want a goddamn stalker standing outside your motherfucking window talking about, I know you in there, all this kind of crazy shit. So... She get a parking spot. We bail into my crib. Soon as we walk in that bitch, I'm like, straight to the throat. Like, I could tell she's about this choke shit. Now, I've been, like I say, all my life I've been a little rough on the sex. I'm going to spank you. I'm going to choke you. I'm going to get a little rough with you. If you with that, I'm with that shit. But I wasn't like BDSM level of rough yet. So, But now I'm in my mode. So we get in my house. Soon as we walk in, I grab her by her throat, just begin to choking her. So I'm choking, I'm choking her. I just see her eyes just rolling back in her head. She just falls to her knees, like just, like, like, like just drop. And I'm just like, oh shit, I hope I ain't fucking kill her. Like, uh, like. So she's just looking at me, eyes all watery, sitting on my floor. I'm down on the one knee now, just keeping a chokehold on her ass. I just got her ass and choke. So she's just getting hot. She's just getting bothered. And I'm like, I've never been so fucking aroused by like not actually having sex, but just the choking of it. So I'm I'm choking her with all my might. Like I'm literally choking her ass. So I throw on my I throw on the bed and then I just start snatching off all her clothes and shit. So she lightly helping me, but I'm just like I'm just literally just going ham at this point. I'm just I've been in some uh, play scenes at that point, but I've just never been in the control. I'm in control right now. So I snatch all of her clothes off, and then I could just see, like, I'm talking about tatted. Now you could just see the evolution. Because, you know, in the pictures, I see a little tats on the arm. But now this girl is, like, tatted, damn, the neck, the toe and shit. Just, like, all gangster. Like, this shit just makes me even more aroused. Because I'm looking at her like, she's kind of gangster. But she's being so motherfucking submissive right now. So I'm choking her. She's kneeling. Now we're like, you know, she 
we having this crazy sex, so she's on her knees just, like, giving me, like, the greatest fucking head. Now, while she's sucking my dick, I'm like, I got my hand under her throat. I'm choking her ass as she sucked my dick, which is making the juices, the water in her mouth just run more crazy and crazy and crazy. And I'm just applying more and more pressure. And I'm just like, because she's into choking, I'm like, can I choke you with this dick? So I got like, you know, all of these inches that I'm holding. I'm just shoving it down her throat. And I'm just hitting fucking throat and tonsils. And she's gagging and she's just fucking spitting shit all over me, all over the floor. Like we just going crazy with it. And I'm just like, now I got two hands on her fucking throat and I'm extra choking. And she's like more. And I'm like, more? She's like, choke me harder. I'm like, choke you harder? I'm like, harder? Like, I don't want to go to fucking jail, though. Like, I don't want to kill you. Choke you harder. So I'm applying the pressure. Two-hand pressure. Choking. Now I see her eyes roll. Roll, 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 roll. She just fucking drops. Boom. I'm like, oh, fuck. What is this? Did I just kill her? So I slaps the shit out of her. Because we on some rough shit. So when she dips like that, I slap her. Bow! She hops up like, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I want some more. I'm like, I don't know if I can do more. But I just remember one time watching TV. Uh, I don't even know what show. I want to say it was like Boardwalk Empire. Some crazy fucking show I was watching. And this guy was like choking himself or choking somebody with a belt. And I just remember like. Fuck it, let me see. I remember grabbing my pants. They on the floor. I snatched my belt out of my pants. I lace it around her neck. And I just pull the belt tight. And she's in fucking love mode. She's just like, yes. So she's on all knees. I got the belt. So then I run up behind her. And I just sticks the dick into her. And I just fucking, I'm just pounding, pounding, pounding. The harder I pound, the more I'm pulling on the rope, the, I mean, more pulling on the belt, the belt is getting tighter, the belt is getting tighter, and she can't really say shit, because I'm choking the fuck out of her, and then she just fucking collapsed, and I'm like, yep, yep, motherfucker, you just caught your, you just caught a murder, you just caught a murder, and uh, I looked at her, but she, of course she wasn't dead, but that was my first, like, real choke, choke, choke experience, and that really what put me into choking breath play and started my elevation into you know choking breath play and things of that nature so point of this story is you just can never judge a book by its cover either like somebody can look it's not a look of submission i feel like all females have submissiveness in them it's just gonna be about the right dominant or being in the right situation to allow them to be submissive. Being submissive is one of the hardest things I think you can do in life. You're giving control of yourself to another person. It's so much power in submission. You have to be strong to allow somebody to control you. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dirty Dumb Diaries. Once again, this was your host, Kegosi Akachi. Find me on Instagram at kgosi underscore Akachi. Once again, I thank you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week.